We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori DeSimone, and today I am very excited to talk about today's episode. I say that every week, but it's because I love what we talk about on this podcast. Um, today is, I don't want to say like girl boss energy because I mean, that's so, what year is that? Like 2016. I remember being in my college dorm room when um, the book Girl Boss. Well, I guess that's when I read it for the first time. I don't remember when it really came out, but I remember listening to that on my audiobook and I loved it. And it was before it became like a very chuggy term, but that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to be posting all my makeup on Instagram. And I like got into my girl boss mode when I was in college because I didn't like college and I was setting myself up for my life after college. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do makeup and like hustle like I was doing makeup before, but I was like, I'm really going to hustle and be like the next, I don't know who's big James Charles. Not anymore. Right. I'm not up to date with anything these days, like TikTok or anything. Uh, But when I had TikTok, he was always brought up and it was messy. Anyway, let's not talk about that today. Today we're talking about working for yourself this year. I know so many people want to work for themselves And listen, I love that. I work for myself. I absolutely love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, I absolutely adore what I do. And I'll give a a quick background. I was going to say brief, but then it started with a Q, which doesn't work. A quick slash brief background about me working for myself, like all the jobs that I've had. 
um, to where I am now and kind of like how I got there. Um, but when I say work for yourself, I truly mean in any capacity, whether you want to be an influencer this year, whether you want to start a digital marketing website and company, whether you want to be a personal shopper for people, or you want to be an author and have that be your only source of income. However you want to work for yourself, if you want to build the next Facebook, like however that is, these are the tips that I'm going to apply very broadly to just the general term of working for yourself. Um, so really quick, my background was I started on YouTube when I was 14 years old and I was doing makeup videos and I was doing it for fun because I was obsessed with Juicy Star 07. I mean, honestly, who wasn't? She was like queen, right? And I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to put out makeup videos and I loved makeup and it was kind of like my way to wear makeup when I wasn't allowed to wear makeup to school yet. So I was always playing with makeup, recording it, putting on YouTube. It was like when YouTube was literally not cool. Like there was probably like me and 10 other people on the entire website. It was not cool at the time. So it just like, it wasn't the thing. Now, obviously here we are almost 10 years later. Oh my God. Is it 10 years later? (gasps) Yes. Oh my God. I've been on YouTube for 10 years. That's terrifying. Anyway. Wait, no, that wouldn't make sense because, oh my God, yeah, I'm turning 24 this year. Oh my God. Anyway, scary realization to make. Um, Here we are 10 years later and influencing is a whole last thing. Like I went to Target today to buy a new camera. I had to buy a content creator kit for the camera I wanted. That was humbling. I literally said it was for my little cousins because I was so embarrassed to buy it at Target today. I was like, yeah, it's for my cousins. You know, they want to be a YouTuber. Like, oh my God. So the world has changed so much. Anyway, I'm going way off topic here. Um, Yeah, I started on YouTube and I started to get some traction around like two years into it. Started making a little bit of money. I remember I negotiated my first brand deal with Neutrogena and they wanted to pay, I think it was like $100 for five videos like $100 total for five videos. And I negotiated or my mom, one of us negotiated and I ended up getting $800 per video for five videos. And I think I was like ending my freshman year of high school. And that's when I started making like my first thing of money from YouTube. And then from that, it started to pick up traction. And of course, you know, you get sponsorships, you get brand deals, and that's pretty much where the money comes in. You also get paid monthly, yada, 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 whatever. That's a whole different episode. But that's when I started making money. It was about like two years into it. And it was like little money. But obviously at the time, $800 for five videos when you're like 15, that's a lot of money. So I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Anyway, whatever. Um, I did that. I was doing YouTube all through um, college. I only went to college for one semester though. So by the time I was 18, I actually already was done college and dropped out of college. I wasn't for me. And that's when I was able, when I was 18. So from 14 to 18. So it took me four years until I could be 100% financially stable for working for myself and just doing YouTube. Like that was my only job. Um, 
up until then, I always had other part-time jobs. Like my favorite part-time job was working at Sweet and Sassy, which was like a girl's birthday party place. It was so fun. Did like hair, makeup, nails for like little girls. Oh my God. It was so much fun. I loved that job. If anyone has a Sweet and Sassy by them, totally recommend to work there when you're in a teenager in high school. It is so fun. Anyway, um, so I always did that. And then now what I do is I still dabble in YouTube. Obviously, I have this podcast, which I'm so grateful that um, I could like have this be my thing. But I also own fitness studios and I also teach at those fitness studios. So I own Stride, which is a spin and fitness studio. And I have two locations, one in the suburbs of Philadelphia in a town called Phoenixville and another at the Jersey Shore in a town called Sea Isle, not Seaside Heights, which is where they film Jersey Shore. Sea Isle is Southern New Jersey or yeah, Southern New Jersey. Um, So I own fitness studios and I work for myself. I have staff and it is a dream. So I do social media and I own fitness studios and that is where my streams of revenue come in. So I work for myself. I've been working for myself since I was 18 years old. I'm 23 years old, but I've pretty much always followed a life of passion in every job that I've had. Like when I was doing YouTube before I was making money, I did it because I was having fun with it. When I was working at Sweet and Sassy, I was doing it because I genuinely had a lot of fun and I kind of worked my way up the ladder there and I just had the best time ever. Um, when it came to Stride, I started out as an instructor and then I went on my own with my coworker at the time who is now my co-owner at Stride in Phoenixville and um, her and I teamed up and opened up a studio together and that started from passion. So everything that I've done has been in the pursuit of passion and I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. We'll get to all the tips and stuff, but I decided to spare you guys the life updates this week. Um, because I just really want to get to the topic of today's episode. I feel like with the new year, so many people's resolutions are to work for themselves. I'm seeing a handful of people that I follow have either left their jobs or they don't have their jobs because of COVID or whatever the reason might be. And they're now pursuing a life of passion or being an influencer or being full-time in the fitness industry or starting their own company or whatever it is. I love seeing it. So I know a lot of people, this one, this is a goal for them either in this year or next year or in 2024 to work for yourself. And I love that. And I want to contribute to the conversation. And here are my tips. I wrote down seven tips um, for when it comes to wanting to work for yourself. And I'm so excited. Let's get ready to do it. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, to light therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. 
I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, so my first tip 
is to be realistic. Um, I don't want to put a Debbie Downer on anyone that's listening to this episode, but you absolutely need to be realistic when it comes to working for yourself. I see so many people either quit their jobs or abandon everything that they have going on to focus 100% of their energy on something that should be a side hustle in the state that it's at, meaning it's not making money yet. So in order to work for yourself and be able to like, you know, pay your bills and be financially stable and sound, you need to have revenue. You need to have money. You need to have enough money, right? And I see it a lot where the the new American dream, it seems like, or I guess worldwide, this doesn't just have to be America. The new worldwide dream is to quit your jobs and pursue a life of passion, which of course I love and I'm a huge advocate for that. And if that's what you want to do, I totally encourage that. However, you have to be realistic about it. We would all love to quit our jobs and stay home and make content or write a book or go be a private chef, you know, like we would love to do these things. But if we don't have the clientele, we don't have the audience to sell a book to, if we don't have the sponsors to pay for our Instagram influencer life, you really just have a hobby and you can't make a living off of a hobby. You can't make a living off an unpaid internship. While we would love to, the reality is you still need money to live and you still need money to, yeah, live. Um, the dream is to quit the job and work for yourself. Yes. But a lot of times that will start out as a side hustle that takes years and years to build. What happens is we often see the exceptions to this rule as a standard or as the normal when it's really like the standard is that it takes years and years and years, but every now and then we see the one outlier where maybe their business went viral overnight and now they're a booming success, which is awesome for them. But that's like one in 5,000. You know, that that doesn't really happen a lot. Um, Also, what we tend to see is we see what looks to us like a new business that's just gotten super successful, maybe almost overnight, or maybe you saw it build the last six months to a year. Um, But what you didn't see is the 10 years of trial and error before that company started getting big, before it started making money. You don't always see chapters one through 20. We see chapter 21 and think, oh my God, that's chapter one. When in reality, maybe that company's had to rebrand, rehire. It's had to completely re-identify, pivot five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 times until it found something that works. But we often see what works and think that that's just how people start off and that, oh, they got lucky. I'll get lucky too. When really it takes time, it takes years to build something that you can be financially sound on. So if your goal is to work for yourself this year, next year, the year to come, start chipping away at it now. Have this be your side hustle now so that in one, two, three, four, five years, it can be your main hustle. When it came to stride for me, for example, when I wanted to open up my own spin studio, if I went into a spin class for the first time and was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm going to go open up a spin studio. No one would know who I was. No one would take it seriously and no one would go because I didn't build myself up in the industry first. I didn't become an instructor first. I didn't 
do all the steps I had to take. And then once I opened Stride, it was not a booming success the first three months. We had to take those first three months to build our clientele. And then once the fourth month hit, it really exploded. But people saw our fourth month as our first month, when in reality, it took three months to get full classes in regularly. And mind you, before the fourth month that we were open, I was already a year and a half in the process of building and branding Stride. So what you see maybe as my the start of my success, I'm already three years into it because I had to be in the industry before, I had a network. I, you know, you see what I'm saying? What you see as someone's success has years behind it. It has history behind it. It has a story behind it. It's up to you right now to build that story, to do the side hustle so that in years from now, you can have it be your main job. You can work for yourself and you can make a living off that. Another example is when I was able to be a full-time influencer, hate that term, but for the sake of today's episode, I will use it. Uh, When I was 18, I was already in the game for four to five years doing YouTube. Not the first year that I started. There was no way. First year I started, I didn't make any money. The second year I started, or the second year that I was doing it, I made, what? what's like, what's 800 times five? A little over 2,000? I don't know. $2,000 is great, but I can't live off $2,000. I mean, that's a month's worth of rent. You know what I mean? Like I can't live off that. And even when I was 18, I was single, living alone, And I had a very inexpensive lifestyle. Like I just bought a house, but my mortgage was very inexpensive. Like I, I, I got a really great deal on my house. So yeah, it was sustainable for me. But if I was, you know, 35 and had a family and a husband and kids, I wouldn't be able to afford that lifestyle. So you got to be realistic when it comes to working for yourself, what you're able to afford And the fact that it's got to start as a side hustle. It's very, very rare for it to be your main thing right when you begin. Something that I also see a lot, especially in the influencer um, realm of things, are influencers that get big um, because they have a job. So like, for example, let's say there's this influencer, Sally, who works uh, she works at a corporate job. She works a nine to five, whatever. And she does, you know, vlogs where she shows what it's like living, you know, working in a corporate life. And then her YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is, takes off because people like seeing that, like seeing that it's very relatable. YouTube is obviously her side hustle while her nine to five is her main job. Well, once she starts getting traction, she quits her nine to five and then just pursues the influencer route. Sometimes it takes off, but a lot of times what happens is people fall off when they do that because they're no longer relatable anymore and they lose the thing that made them relatable. And when it stayed a side hustle, it was incredibly successful and really relatable and people really liked seeing it. But when you quit the thing that makes you relatable so you can pursue something that's not relatable to people, it's almost like a double-edged sword. This kind of became like an influencer rant when I didn't mean to be. But what I'm saying is your side hustle might be the thing that makes it magic. And even though it's a side hustle, you're still working for yourself. 
You're still doing what you love. Even if you make $50 a month, hey, that's $50 a month from something that you're passionate about that you love. So all I'm saying for my first tip is to be realistic. We often see the tip of the iceberg and never know what's beneath it. Never know the history behind a company. Never know how long it took to get to what you see. Okay? So never judge a book by its cover. Never compare yourself, especially when you're in your journey because everything takes so much time. Be very patient with yourself. There is literally no rush. Okay? Building a company, building a business, working for yourself the opportunity will always be there, okay? There is no rush. Take your time, don't compare, and be realistic in the process, okay? What I kept saying was passionate. I want you guys to be passionate, have a passion. That brings me to my second tip, which is be passionate. Passion above everything else. Truly, I think being passionate is the most important thing when it comes to working for yourself. If you are not passionate at what you do, you will fail. And that is just, that's not me being mean. I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. But if you are doing something for a quick buck, or if you're doing something because you think you're going to be successful at it, or whatever it might be, maybe you just want to get away from a job you hate. If there's no passion behind it, people are going to see right through it and you just won't make it. You got to love what you do. You got to lead a life with passion. And those that are really passionate about what they do show up in an authentic form. They show up in this authentic version of themselves that clients, customers, just people around them love. And that is what makes people want to support you and your business. So no matter what, be passionate. Passion is what's always going to drive you. It's what's always going to make you very successful. Passion is what's going to make you work the longer days in your side hustle so that maybe in five years, your side hustle can become your main job and your number one thing. And you know, you'll be the breadwinner of your household, which that would be amazing. You know what I mean? I think that's, that's the dream. That's the goal for everyone to make a nice living off what you're passionate about. But that's the difference. It's what you're passionate about. If you're just looking for a quick buck, your business probably won't hold up. Passion over everything. That is what's going to make your business successful. My next tip is to believe in yourself. Regardless of what industry you're trying to break into, what line of work you want to do when it comes to working for yourself, you got to believe in yourself. Um, what I see, especially in the beginning stages, when people break away from a a steady job or they start a new venture of working for themselves, a lot of times people will cheer them on, but don't necessarily believe in them. And there's a difference. There's a difference in that. Um, a lot of people will doubt your journey and you know what? That's fine because it's not their journey to get. It's not their journey to accept. And it's just, frankly, none of their business. So yeah, of course, like people are going to hate from the outside because they're probably jealous that you're pursuing something that maybe they wish they could do. They probably wish they had the courage to pursue something cool with their life too, a a life of passion. How beautiful is that, you know, pursuing a life of passion? But you got to be the one to believe in yourself. You got to be the one that on the tough days, you're the one that's there to pick yourself back up. You're the one 
that asks to sell yourself, sell your products, sell your passion, sell your idea. Your attitude towards what your career is, is what's going to set the tone. So you got to tell the tone, sell yourself, sell your products. You are the expert in this case. So believe in yourself, stand up for yourself, speak with courage and believe in what you're doing. My fourth tip that I have is more of a business tip rather than just like uh, be passionate, believe in yourself, blah, blah, blah. And that's to set up an LLC. I recommend an LLC, but look, I want you to talk to your accountant, figure out what's best for you. If you want to do a corporation, if you want to do an incorporation, whatever it is, LLC is limited liability corporation. And that's personally what I've set up for both of my businesses. Um, And regardless of what you're doing, just make sure everything's legal. What I mean by that, and I, I, I keep saying LLC, but what I mean by that is like set up something, whether it's an LLC, corporation, incorporation, whatever it is, set up something through an accountant or a lawyer. Um, if you want to be an influencer, start a brand, create a product, build the next Fortune 500, whatever it might be, get legal with your company, even if it is just you. I cannot stress that enough. Even if it's just you, make this a legal thing, a legal business. When you are, let's say you're an influencer. I keep going back to the influencer thing just because I think it's something that we all are familiar with. You know what I mean? If you're an influencer and you're charging, let's say Smartwater $500 for a sponsorship, when they pay you for that sponsorship, it shouldn't be going directly to Tori Tori DeSimone's bank account. It should be going to Tori DeSimone LLC. Okay. Then what happens is I, Tori DeSimone, am the founder, CEO, owner, CFO. I can be every role of the Tori DeSimone LLC. But you know what I also am? I'm an employee of the Tori DeSimone LLC. And every month I'm going to pay myself a, a $100 salary from my LLC. This is good for tax benefits. And also, let's say, let's say one month I make $10,000 and I get paid $10,000 into my LLC, right? But my salary is $100. I can take an owner's draw of let's say $5,000. And it's it's kind of like a bonus, right? It's like on top of your salary. I'm going to take a bonus off that and you just have to pay uh I forget if it's less. I think it's less taxes. Um, than if you were just to like take a bonus. Anyway, talk to your accountant about this. My accountant is literally like my lifesaver. Like she helps me so much. Um, so they can like definitely guide you in the right direction. However, I think it's so important to have an LLC. One, because you're protected. It literally means limited liability corporation. So let's say, God forbid, like you are sued or something, you would be protected. If your LLC went bankrupt, you would be protected. You're just protecting yourself. And when you're collecting money from people, whether it's from brands of influencing or you are a personal shopper and your clients are, you know, even families that you know, like God forbid anything happens, you're protected, okay? This is just a legal way to make what you're doing even more legitimate. Even if you're literally making $10 a month, put it in an LLC. Make it legal, make it legit. 
Um, then with this LLC, you're going to want to open up bank accounts, like a business bank account in the LLC. You'll get credit cards for it. You'll get debit cards for it. And then when you start doing business expenses, hello, you use your debit cards and credit cards rather than your personal debit card, personal credit cards for your side hustle. Does this make sense? Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could literally be called like blanket LLC. I'm like underneath a blanket, which is why I said that. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It doesn't like it doesn't need to be, you know, you can do business as another name. It's called a DBA, but just be legal in this. Have an LLC, be an employee within your LLC, have an accountant. You can get accountants online. You can also set up an LLC online. Um, a lawyer can do it for you. Um, I'm like besties with my accountant because she just makes my life so much easier. Like she absolutely rocks and it just helps me with so much stuff. So I definitely recommend an accountant making what you're doing legal, get an LLC. It just, it really, really, really helps. Um, and you know, your accountant talks to you all about being like a W2 for yourself, or if you want to be a 1099 for brands, um, all the sort of stuff, it's really important to know when you want to work for yourself. But I really think this is a super important and um, impactful tip that I'm giving here. Hot take, if you will. All right. So that's number four, set up an LLC. Number five is structure your day like work. It is so easy when working for yourself to eventually, uh, sorry, it's so easy when working for yourself becomes your full-time job that eventually you're just not really making as much time for yourself like you used to when you used to go to work or you do a nine to five or whatever you used to do before working for yourself was your full-time job. But always remember, you're able to work this one side hustle now as your full-time job because of what you did to get here. The work has literally only just begun and it's now or never. When it's your full-time job, there is no more security blanket of another job. There's no more security blanket of other streams of revenue. It's this. And once you start to have more flexible hours, it's really easy to kind of just be like, you know what? Yeah, I will do lunch today. And yeah, I will do my doctor's appointment in the middle of the day. And yeah, you know what? I will sleep in just 30 more minutes today because I feel like it. And yeah, you know what? I will just go grocery shop in the middle of a work day. Trust me, it is so easy to do that. When you have more flexibility with your days, you have more time on your agenda, it is so easy, so easy to be accommodating to other people's schedules. But you have to be the boss of your life. You have to structure your day like it's a work day because the only reason that you're able to do this one side hustle as not your full-time job is because you literally hustled to make this your full-time job. So treat it like your full-time job. Even though you know, it's what you wanted. You maybe wanted to get away from like a nine to five girl. You are still in it. Working for yourself is an 80 hour work week as opposed to a 40 hour work week. It is so worth it. If you're leading it in a life of passion, which is why number two, passion is the most important thing when it comes to all of this, but make sure you structure your day and give yourself the time that your now full-time job deserves. My sixth tip is to delegate. You can do anything, but you cannot do everything. 
For example, if you know that you absolutely suck at editing Instagram reels and someone on Fiverr that has amazing reviews can edit an amazing Instagram reel for you for $50, you're going to delegate that. You know why? Number one, you're going to write that off as a business expense. Hello. Thank you to the LLC. That now $50 that was a business expense is an investment. That $50 investment will now, let's say, get you 4,000 new profile visits every single day for the next 12 days because that video went viral because it was so well edited, so well produced, and just beautifully executed thanks to our editor on Fiverr that we delegated that to for only $50. And all those new profile visits, let's say, will make you $1,000. So just like that, you multiplied your income. I'm not even going to try and do that math. I don't even know what that is. A hundred times? I don't So wrong. I have no idea. But just like that, you multiplied your income because you delegated out something that you know you aren't the best in. But maybe you're really good at creating ideas. So maybe your strength is to create a killer content calendar for yourself. That's amazing. Focus in on that. But let's say you're not very good at editing, delegate that out. If you are a hairstylist and you want to go out on your own and work for yourself and you know you are absolutely amazing at doing balayage, you are the best in the freaking area. No one does it better than you and you're going to take everyone's clientele in the area because you are so good at balayage, but you absolutely suck at posting Instagrams to promote yourself. You're going to hire someone to do your Instagram for you so that you can focus on what you're best at, which is balayage. And the person that you hire can focus on what they're best at, which is Instagram posts to promote you. And listen, if you're not making enough money to where you can hire on someone, maybe offer to trade services. If you are the best balayage person in the area, you're going to do your social media girl's hair for free, right? Or let's say um, she, if you guys don't want to trade services, maybe you're just going to pay her um, a small amount or maybe even think about equity in a business. You know, like, hey, if you help grow my my company to make me $10,000 a month, I will make sure that you get $500 of that every single month. But grow me on Instagram to get there. Do you know what I mean? Um, Delegate out what you can and negotiate where you can, hire on when you can, and invest in your business when you can. Thank you to the uh, Business Bank Account LLC. And my last tip I love. My last tip is that, okay, here comes another tough love. Your idea is not original. Okay, this one really hurts me. This one really hurts me for a lot of reasons. It hurts me because I like to think that I'm original and I like to think that I invent everything, but I don't. I just simply don't. Pretty much everything has already been done. Everything's already an idea and everything that we think, say, blah, 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 is not unique. It's already been thought. It's already been said. It's already been done. This one really hurts to hear and I honestly really struggle with it because when I have ideas, I want to assume that no one else has them and I'll be the literal first to think of it. And then I do research and I realize like, fuck, it's already being created. And that really hurts me. Um, A quote that I read on Sunday night, actually, that I adore, Diane Sawyer said it. And it's like, it was a wow moment for me. Let me read you the quote. It says, whatever you want in life, other people are going to want it too. Believe in yourself enough to accept the idea that you have Oh, fuck. I messed it up. I always mess up my quotes when I say it. Let me start over. I'm so sorry. 
I'm not going to add this out because honestly, I do this every time. Whatever you want in life, other people are going to want it too. Believe in yourself enough to accept the idea that you have equal right to it. I must have written that down wrong because that did not flow very well. Believe in yourself enough to accept to accept the idea that you have equal right to it. Pretty much what it's saying is that like you deserve to have the idea too and you deserve to pursue the idea as well even though it's already been done. It's already been created. And wow, I love that quote. I'm really sorry I butchered it. Um, I don't know where I went wrong. Whatever you want in your life, other people are going to want it too. Believe in yourself enough to accept that the idea to accept the idea that you have equal right to it. That's just not making sense to me. Hang on. Okay, I just pulled out my planner where I found the quote. Okay, let me read it again because maybe I just wrote it down wrong because like, I don't know why I just can't say it out loud. Whatever you want in life, other people are going to want it too. Believe in yourself enough to accept the idea that you have an equal right to it. Okay, I guess I did write it down correctly. Anyway, I just love that quote so much and sorry I butchered it. Maybe that kind of ruined the impact of it, but you get the impact. It is a powerful quote and I absolutely love it and it literally hit me like a ton of bricks. Just because someone else already has done it or someone else wants the same things as you in life doesn't mean you're not deserving to also have those things. It doesn't mean that you're also, you know, unworthy to have those things. You're allowed to want what others want and you deserve to have this amazing life that others also want. Like you're, you're allowed to do that. You know, it's something that I, I often think about a lot because think about all of the similar concepts and companies that we see every day. Like Coca-Cola, for example, is huge, massive. They're everywhere. Duh. Why did Pepsi need to come along and be like, you know what? I want to make pretty much the exact same drink, but just taste a little worse and have a different branding. And they got a whole board of investors. And now Pepsi owns half the world too, just like Coca-Cola. Like why? They're so similar, but they both exist. There's room for literally everybody. Um, Another example is Costco is a thing. Costco rocks. So why is there a BJ's or a Sam's Club? Barnes & Noble exists and absolutely thrives. So why do local bookstores open? White Claws are the top-selling spike seltzer in the world. So why does Bud Light feel the need to have a seltzer? What I'm getting at is just because it's already been a thing doesn't mean that there's not room for you as well. Like when I opened up a spin studio... I obviously was not the first in the entire world or let alone even in my area to open up a spin studio. Like I could throw a rock and hit 10 spin studios around me. Like we are not original, but there's room for everybody. You know what I mean? Just because it's already been done doesn't mean that you can't do it too. Believe in yourself enough to accept that you also deserve the same things. You deserve to be happy. You You deserve to live a life of passion. And you know, what's, What are you going to bring to the table? What are you going to bring to the table that already exists in an established and saturated market? There's literally room for everyone. All you have to do is find your space. Better yet, create it. Create your own space. Guys, that is all that I have for you today for my seven tips for working for yourself if that is your goal for this year or the next year or the year to follow. Um, I hope this was helpful. I know we kind of just jumped right into it today, but as I was like typing this down, I was like, I really just want to talk about this. Like right now I'm recording this at night, which I never do. It's literally nine 30 at night. That's so not me, but I was preparing to do this for the tomorrow morning. 
And as I was typing it down, I was like, fuck, this is good. I just want to do it now. So I'm happy. There's passion in my voice when I say this. I absolutely love talking about business stuff. I feel like I don't talk about business stuff enough on here just because I know you guys really do like self-help sort of stuff and spirituality sort of stuff. So I do try and keep it to that. Um, But I like throwing this stuff in every now and then as well. So I hope you guys also enjoy it. Um, Guys, next week, I'm so excited to talk to you guys and do life updates with you guys. I feel like I'm going to have so much to talk to you guys about next week and I can't wait to talk to you guys. Um, but in the meantime, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tori Sterling underscore. My YouTube is Tori DeSimone. I am making an effort to post more in 2022. We'll talk about that next week as well. Um, if you guys want to take any spin classes with me, I would absolutely love to ride with you guys. Um, I teach virtually on strideathome.com. You can get a feel for my studio, for the energy, for the classes. You can take a class with me. Um, it is $5 to rent a class or it's $35 a month, but you can use code Tori to get your first month for just $10. And there's me on there. My co-owner Jess is on there. There's so many stride instructors on there. I know you guys would absolutely love it. And I'm a small business, so I would love any support that you guys give. Um, it truly means the world to me. And it's been tough with COVID. It really has. And um, just seeing the support from literally all over the world means so much to me and so much more than you guys could ever know. So yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I can't wait to talk to you guys next week and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Happy Monday, guys, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.